well, uh, I don't know. I think some point in my life, I like really recently, I'm not sure if it was pre-pandemic or not, I had a mental rock bottom. I'm not satisfied with life in a lot of different ways. I'm just kind of stuck with the mundane and stuck with kind of like being complacent about things and not feeling fulfilled. For some reason, I decided to come on stage and uh, decide to tell jokes to a bunch of strangers with a very low possibility that they'll go, ha, ha, ha. So that, that's my turning point in my life. I think we need to replace how's it going when it comes to talking with people and, and, and strangers. I think we should just replace it with, I hope you're okay. I really, I, I, I really do think that. Because okay, that's very achievable. Like anyone can be okay. It's fine. It's fine. Good, not so much. Like that's, that's, whew, that's, that's really difficult. Great, impossible. Don't give me fucking great, all right? Nothing is ever great. Just, just say that, you know, I hope you're okay. And I do think that, you know, for the rest of the night, I hope everyone's okay tonight. My name is Wes. Thank you so much. The philosophical dealings of Wes Chu. I'm going to start saying evil when people say, how are you, instead of good. Evil. That's how I feel. No, I don't. Things are great. I'm really excited. Yay! I am. We have another comedian for you right now from Santa Rosa. Put your hands together for Patrick Fishman. Going to be honest, I've never done comedy before. <laughs> I thought this was a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> um, I realize now that it's not. Uh, I'd still like to make amends anyway, Sean. I'm sorry for calling you a sad-ass bitch boy. <laughs> In the fourth grade. <laughs> anyway, how's it going, huh? <laughs> is this even on? I can't. <laughs> I know that's like a hacky, like, is this thing on? I genuinely can't tell. I'm uh, the narcotics. Uh, <laughs> a little bit about me. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to have sex again. Don't, <laughs> don't do that yet. It's going to dip further down. Uh <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's all over for me. It's hard getting laid. Right? It's hard getting laid when you look like the fat alcoholic version of Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pam. You can see it. <laughs> Sometimes that joke isn't worth the laughs. I, uh, <laughs> one time a guy in the front row just went, you are fat, Ross. And I was like, What I'm saying is this is not the look of a man who fucks, all right? This is the look of a ma or mariachi band in the middle of the punchline, sure. <laughs> Roaming gags of mariachi bands in the streets of San Francisco. This is the look of a man who got really into homebrewing after the divorce, is what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I am divorced. It's fine. Don't get sad. I'm doing okay. It was hard for a little while, though, right? I, uh, I made this mistake after my separation. I made the mistake of thinking it would be fun to be single in my 30s. <laughs> There's Tinder now, right? I thought it was going to be like a nonstop orgy. Uh, I think it is for some people. Uh, for me, being single in my 30s, it feels like I'm looking in through the window of an orgy that I wasn't invited to. <laughs> All my single friends are in there just fucking and sucking and licking and fisting, right? I'm outside tapping on the glass like, ooh, can I come? <laughs> I don't know. Probably for the best, no one invited me into that orgy, though, right? Recently divorced, too sad, too broken for a fuck fest. You don't want a sad guy at your orgy. <laughs> just moping in the corner like, ah. Tracy used to do the same thing with her vagina. <laughs> right? Nothing sexy about a sad guy. Like women like a man who knows what he wants, but not when what he wants is his wife back. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, back me up, Pam. Sad guy in an orgy, that's no good. Right? <laughs> Like doing a line of cocaine off a dick is fun, but not when you have to hold it up with your other hand, you know? <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> look, this is going to be a lot of dick jokes, so get on board now. <laughs> or I can bomb for all five listeners in Cambodia. <laughs> How do we feel about circumcision? Because personally, I'm torn, eh? Ah. On the one hand, I think it's kind of a fucked up thing to do to a baby. Uh, on the other hand, I'm kind of happy about it now. You know, Circumcised dicks are strong and proud like the Marines. You know, they're wearing that little World War II helmet. <laughs> Uncircumcised dicks are sad. <laughs> sad and weird. I'm sorry if that's you, but it's true. Uh, uncircumcised dicks look like when a little kid tries to put on a sweater and they accidentally put their head down the sleeve. <laughs> Just flopping around and shit. <laughs> Thought I got the guy in the booth, but that was a cough. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> just just choking on the cracker. I could hear him chewing from here. <laughs> uh... Okay, let's see. I'm going to go back to dick stuff, but let's let's switch gears for a minute. Uh <laughs> There's an old showbiz expression, uh every comedian wants to be a musician and every musician wants to be a comedian. Uh and on a night like tonight, how can you not feel that? Uh <laughs> I think it's like half true, right? I think every comedian kind of wants to be a musician. Uh but I've never heard a musician be like well, sure, I love what I do, and everybody respects it, and I get tons of pussy. Uh, but sometimes I just wish my life was 100% completely the opposite. It's, uh, that would be nice for a change. I do think musicians are at a bit of an unfair advantage. Though, like when a comic says something that people don't like, everyone takes it literally. They act like that's what the comic really believes. Uh, meanwhile, a musician can sing all kinds of horrible shit. Nobody bats an eyelash. Everybody's like, ooh, what a tortured genius, you know? I'll give you an example. <laughs> Sing along if you know it. <laughs> Sing it on the radio. Uh, all right. Sing along if you know it. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. 
Ooh, I'm on fire. Yeah, that's I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, personally, I would have called it Pedophile Gets Horny <laughs> by Uncle Cuddles. <laughs> but it's Bruce Springsteen, so everybody's like, what a poet, you know? If Bruce Springsteen was a comic and he said that shit on stage and somebody recorded it and put it on the internet, the next day you'd turn on the morning news and they'd be like, our top story today, Bruce Springs on teens. Stay tuned to find out why some critics think the boss is abusing his position of power. <laughs> Anybody else find it weird that Bruce Springsteen's supposed to be like the blue-collar, everyday working man's rock star, but his nickname is The Boss? I thought those guys hated The Boss. <laughs> I have a theory. I think blue-collar <laughs> blue people only like Bruce Springsteen because they think they have to. You know? They're like, hey, man, you coming to poker night tonight? He's like, ah, I can't. I got a work thing. Like, at night? Like, my boss is in a band. <laughs> All right, that's a new tag, and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so I'm going to pull out now <laughs> while I still can. Uh, <laughs> uh, this happened to me. I was talking to a friend of mine. He and his wife are expecting a baby, and I was like, Hey, uh, you know, you have any preference? You a boy, girl? Do you care? He's like, ah, oh, man, I don't care if it's a boy or a girl. I just hope it has ten fingers and ten toes. Really? When did that become the standard for a healthy baby? Like, <laughs> you're telling me you'd be okay with it as a doctor walked out and was like, "Congratulations, Mr. Johnson. Your son has ten fingers and ten toes." Whew, what a relief. No legs or arms, though. Uh, technically, no hands or feet. It's just his ten fingers and ten toes coming out of a torso. Congratulations, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> All right, back to dick stuff. Uh, <laughs> Pam was talking about pubes. Let's talk some pubes. Are you down to talk some pubes? Let's talk pubes. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing with our pubes these days? I'm old. I don't know what the trends are. Are we... You don't have to answer. <laughs> There's people listening in Cambodia. Um, <laughs> okay, because when I was in high school, my buddy Steve told me that you had to shave off all your pubes to make your dick look bigger. All right, just a hot tip for my buddy Steve. Uh, now I've gotten a bit older. I've sort of invented my own little twist on that. Uh, what I do now is I grow a massive bush to make my gut look smaller. That's... <laughs> Something you can take home with you, Pam. Uh, <laughs> as long as we're talking pubes. Um, vaginas, let's do it. Uh <laughs> I think dicks take a lot of flack for being like ugly and weird. Like vaginas aren't a little weird too. Have you seen these things? <laughs> oh, that sounded like, almost felt like it was part of the joke. And I, get in here, <laughs> I need a tag. Um, <laughs> I think there's too many women in this room to do this vagina joke, if I'm being honest, but <laughs> but I'm down to go <laughs> to go down in flames with this burning ship. So let's do it. Uh <laughs> yeah, they're a little weird too, right? I think I think it's in the language we use. That's the disparity. Like with a dick, it's like it's a cock, it's a hog, sausage. 
Yeah. With a vagina, it's like, ooh, it's my forbidden fruit. It's my secret garden. It's my flower. Like, really? That's. <laughs> oh, I've never been more excited to get heckled by a phone. Uh, <laughs> I think that's my time. <laughs> Put them on. Bring them up. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yarn lady to the rescue. She, <laughs> she knits and she's tech savvy. Can you? Okay, unbelievable. <laughs> Who is it? Hey, what's up, Mark Neuer? You're on the, you're on, you're on air because can you tell her how to put it on speakerphone? <laughs> how do you put it on speakerphone? How do you put it on speakerphone? Hi, Mark Noyer. Hi, Mark Noyer. What's going on? Hello. Hey, there it works. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, I just want to let you know, I just want, I'm just, I'm tuning in over here at OMG at the, the Muni Arena Comedy Festival, holding it down on a, on a beautiful Wednesday night. You are know, you on stage, are you on stage uh, two? What's going on? We about 400 people here. Hey, Mark, could you punch up this vagina joke? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I probably could, man. It's I not have going about one and a half minutes left. I was actually calling Ben Benjamin about some business. Hey, here's the deal. The beautiful thing is Pam Benjamin is wonderful. The comedy, the, the media radio festival has been going great, and uh, we're doing great over here at, at OMG. I'm going to text Pam instead of calling Pam. Sorry <laughs> for the the show. I hope everything's beautiful. I have to go. I love you. Love, okay. love, love. Do you think right. they'd like my vagina joke better at OMG? Is there, <laughs> <laughs> is there still a spot? Is there any space for me? I think he has it. Mark Neuer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> One minute. Oh, <laughs> darn. I had another three minutes on vaginas. I was really hoping to get through. Okay, let's let's finish with a thought here. Uh, I don't think all this internet porn is good for us. All right? I think there's too much dark, weird porn out there. Uh, and I'm not saying that I'm, like, fully anti-porn or anything like that. I just think the violent language in pornography is harmful. I think it's affecting the way we treat each other in the bedroom. And here's my solution. I think we should only be allowed to search for porn using Siri. <laughs> Wouldn't your searches change just a little bit if you had to say them out loud? <laughs> hey, Siri, play Tiny Teen Gets Destroyed by Big Fat... You know what? <laughs> play Party in the USA. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad and I'm leaving. Bye, everybody. Patrick Fishman, everyone. Hooray. Huzzah. That was really fun. I'm going to say one more thing about circumcision, and then we'll, and then we'll end the night. Um, I do have a fetish for uncircumcised guys. I really, I really like them a lot because I want to take their dick, and I want to pull it up, and then I want to pull their foreskin up over their dick, and I want to put a shot of Jameson in their foreskin because uh, I want whiskey dick for real. <laughs> you know? So finally I can get what I want. Because it's twofold. Uh, one, 
I'm an alcoholic, and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. Uh, and two boys are gross. You have to you have to clean out all that schmegma. They're just so lazy. You guys are all amazing. Thank you so much for coming, real audience people. That's so exciting, and wives and people and brothers. And um, thank you, Scotto, for running the board. And um, right now we have a show across the street at Madame Racecar. If you guys are welcome to come over, it's a different group of comics. I won't charge you for that. Like, just come over and be audience. If you want, it's at Madame Racecar on the corner in the, and it used to be called Asiento, and then they changed it to Madame Racecar, and now they're changing it back to Asiento. So, yeah, they're changing the name back. I don't understand what's happening. <gasps> but there's a comedy show there at 8.30, so come on over. And thanks again for being here and supporting Mutiny Radio and being a part of the 7th Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay!
that blew and rolled you on its soft, bitter lips. It nearly swallowed you. But I hear you are tough and harder to swallow than most. Belly song. And I, and I must admit that the sea in you has sung to the sea in me. And I, and I must admit that the sea in me has fallen in love with the sea in you because you have made something out of the sea that nearly swallowed you. And this poem, this poem, this poem I give to you. This poem is a song I sing, I sing to you from the bottom of the sea in my belly. This poem, this poem, this poem is a song about feelings, about the bone of feeling, about the stone of feeling, and the feather of feeling. This poem, this poem, this poem is a death chant and a gravestone and a prayer for the dead, for young Jackie Robinson, a moving black warrior who walked among us with a wide stride and heavy heels. Moving, moving, moving through the blood and mud and shit of Vietnam. Moving, moving, moving through the blood and mud and dope of America. For Jackie, who was a song and a stone and a feather of feeling, now dead and gone in this month of love. This poem, this poem, this poem is for me for me and the days that lay in the back of my mind when the sea rose up to swallow me and the streets I walked were lonely streets, were stone cold streets. This poem, this poem, this poem is for me and the nights when I wrapped my feelings in a sheet of ice and stared at the stars through iron bars and cried in the middle of my eyes.
girl who does know better, but I am the king of the pool. I am so wise I had my mouth sewn shot. You might not ever get rich. But let me tell you, it's better than digging a ditch. There ain't no telling who you might be. A movie star, or maybe even a Indian chief.
possible. 